Everything Film is supported by Vancouver Young Actors School, the elite training program for young pro actors in Canada. Their team of professionals offer the most advanced training for young actors. You can visit them online, VancouverYoungActorsSchool.com, at VYActorsSchool on Instagram. Two locations, one in Olympic Village area and the other at Fremont Village in Port Coquitlam. Joe Larry and Patrick Shelton, it is Everything Film. Two-year anniversary. Hey! Two-year anniversary. This Can is you believe incredible. we made it? You know what? You know what's funny? I was thinking, you know when we started that, it was COVID. It was, was kind of just, and it was like our first episode. We just were talking with guests about COVID. And, yeah. you know, it's so nice to be on the other end. Of Socially it. distancing and doing all that yeah, stuff. Yes, so and that's two years ago. So we brought out the heavy, uh, the heavy hitters today. My goodness. This man is one of the veritable veterans of the industry. His name is Lachlan Monroe. Uh, long time, to the point where you are like the history of film and television in <clears throat> Vancouver. When you look at the early days and the stuff that is on your resume, like wise guy, danger bay. Mm-hmm. Before we talk about what's happened since, I'm curious, at the time, as the industry was growing, did did you realize where it would go? Or did you think it was just kind of a, like a, a spur of the moment, flash in the pan, Vancouver's going to get a little production and then it'll kind of fizzle out? Um, you know, I think I, I, I think I started out in 86 or 87. I think my first show was 21 Jump Street. So the first year of that show, um, I, I knew that Stephen Cannell had something going as far as starting uh, to bring up a lot of his productions as a uh, wise guy, like you were mentioning in the Jump Street and these things. Um, I knew that I knew that Vancouver had the potential to have its own infrastructure um, that we didn't have to. I mean, back in the day, back then, they used to have to ship the film that we'd filmed that day down to L.A. to actually get processed and then ship them back up to actually watch dailies back then. That's, you know, I mean, you look at now, we're just such a world-class facility, not only with the performers and directors. And 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 how it's grown. Yeah, and so it's just the whole thing. So, um, but... I, you know, I, I guess I felt like we had the potential. I didn't think, I honestly don't think um, back then I thought it would become what it is today. And you go through, no, but you know what the funny thing is about that? I, I, I And Lachlan would agree because he was there for a long time. There was only so many people, right? And it, it's funny when you think about it, like names like Sid Kozak, guys like that. They, they were the only ones. Like you had to go through a certain guy to get to a certain Sid, Sid, Sid and Stuart Aikens. And Stuart Aikens, yeah, right? And then so. it was like, there was like two, there wasn't like what it is now. And there was only, you know, 10 guys in my in my group. I mean, right, I, right, I, I, right. Did, I think I did six <laughs> episodes of 21 Jump Street and I played a different character in every episode. <laughs> because back then there wasn't many that they, that they could bring in because there wasn't many around as far as actors go. And I must say that also back then, and there still is a slight stigma, but, you know, they just felt like, who can we have a Canadian on our show? They sound so hicky, you know? <laughs> it's true. But the, the, I think also the initial incentive largely was the dollar. That, sure, certainly, yeah. that certainly played a part in growing the industry, but I think mm-hmm. what I've heard from so many people is the productions stayed, bigger productions came, because they realize the caliber is mm-hmm. is top notch here. Mm-hmm. It's not think, just yes. an incentive with a, with a money sure. dollar value. Yeah, I I do agree with you. There is there the the crews are a class. They're world class crews. Um, the talent in the town, obviously, we don't have as uh, as a talent pool as large as the United States. But there's really good talent here. Whether you're an actor, director, um, I, you know, I I keep telling people. I said, you know people from the states don't come and shoot here because of the pretty mountains you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it still is the dollar but they do realize that um, they can come here 
and they're working with people that are just as good as anyone around the world. Well, one of the, the other questions I had for you, Lachlan, is that there, there seems to be this thing where you had to kind of make an American transition at one point in your career. Like you were in Canada, but you know the stories you get in your mm-hmm. Volkswagen van and drive down to the States and sure. go decide. Like, like you had to do it, right? Yeah. At one point you just decided, yeah. I'm going to L.A., right? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, uh, I became a U.S. resident in 94, I guess it is. So, okay. Um, I've been very fortunate because I'm from a film community. You know, I have lots of friends in L.A. of Nathan Fillion's from Edmonton. It's right. kind of hard to, like, have a home in Edmonton because that's a film community and L.A. I mean, I've been very, very fortunate to be able to go back and forth. But, yes, uh, yes, many, many trips up and down the I-5 from 1987 <laughs> to nineteen. And you were single then before the family, you know? That's uh, what you, yeah, I mean, I had, I had my girlfriend at the time, who yeah, is yeah. now my wife. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've been married 33 oh, years. Oh, wow. Now, Congratulations. Yeah. And so, uh, of, of course, a bit easier back then, for sure, to just, you know, I mean, just live that. I mean, we would go down six at a time in a car and sleep on couches and and do that whole thing, which I, I really think is a really cool uh, process of, of the journey. You know, I, I mean, I do a TV show right now, and they, all the kids in the show become TV stars, and it's the only set they've ever been on. Wow. Know? Yeah. Crazy to me. But. Yeah. So are you the old man telling them, you know, back in my oh. day, <laughs> You know, I feel like I've, I've always been that guy to sit around. I mean, I've been so blessed to be on so many films with legendary people and I just sit and listen. You Can you know? fanboy out when you're with legends or do you have uh, to kind of play it cool? I, you know, I don't. I, I mean, I, I just listen, you know, I don't, I've just, so it's funny for me because now that I'm at the age that I'm at, I, I be, have become that, that storyteller now of the guys that I used to listen to. So, um, I mean, I, on, on the particular show, Riverdale, that I was talking about, I mean, Luke was the guy. Like, Luke was the guy for them to go to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember, I mean, Jason was one of the guys that I started out with here, and when him and Luke were in the height of 902 and 0, they were, I'm not kidding you, I we would go around L.A., and they were as big as the Beatles, yeah, you know. Yeah. And so Luke was a really good person for them to uh, to get advice from because he was the exact same guy at 23 as he was at 53, mm-hmm. you know, just full gentleman, uh, knew exactly what the industry was about, all the pitfalls of fame and fortune and you know, so the, he was just a really good person for them to lean on. He is Lachlan Monroe. We are Everything Film, supported by Vancouver Acting School. You can enroll now for post-secondary diploma programs in film, TV, and voiceover with fully accredited diploma and part-time programs taught on site. To learn the biz, check out VancouverActingSchool.com. Uh, you have such a full resume. I pulled a couple things off. I want to see what, how much you retain. 1994, Power Play. What was your characters called? <laughs> John. Fighting hockey player. Oh, <laughs> big one there. 1996, them. What role did you play? Uh, officer, deputy, officer, or deputy? Sheriff. Sheriff. Okay. I do remember that. Project. Cole Harper. Cole Harper. Cole Harper. That's a good name. 2004 episode of Monk called Mr. Monk Meets yeah. the Godfather. Who did you play? I played Fat Tony Lucarelli. <laughs> Now, what I was getting at is that that's a pretty broad spectrum right there, okay? And you again, is that the challenge of every actor? Like, are you bored with more of same? You want to reach out and do things you haven't done before? Yeah, I think you always, you're always looking to play lots of different characters, but I can remember that particular part you're well, what, talking what, about. You know what's interesting with, with you, though? Like, yeah. This is the interesting thing when I look at your resume, that you've worked with some really high-end people, yeah. like A-listers yeah. and, like, and, um... I, I was going to bring this up to you with you, Joe, and it's like, uh, 
one of uh, a film that I really like was Duets. Yeah. And um, I thought you were hilarious in that. And I think it's a little bit of a gem, a gem of a movie. Mm-hmm. We got Gwyneth Paltrow in it, Huey Lewis, and it's like about karaoke, and he's like a karaoke scammer. Like he makes his living off of it, and then he gets obviously. But I Huey, also work at the meat plant. Yeah, but obviously Huey Lewis beats you. But anyway, because <laughs> he's Huey Lewis. Well, it should. was that part was between me and Buble, and I think yeah. they went, yeah, I think uh, Mike could have a hard time like bringing it down. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. Anyway, so it's Gwyneth Paltrow, and then you know who else was in that? It was Paul Giamatti when he was just breaking out. And I guess he was like an agent or something in it. But like, so you're working with all these people on set. That must have just been so thrilling for you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been, I mean, yeah, like I said, I've been very, very blessed to to work with some. I mean, my very first western was Unforgiven, and you know, I never left set. I just watched Hackman, Freeman, Eastwood, and oh Richard Harris. Goodness. Right, I just sat and watched them. That was always my acting classes. I was always really fortunate to be on films with really good actors, and I just watched and stole everything they did. We had we had Shane Meyer on the show. Yeah, Shane, he was yeah. he was talking about the style, the directing style of Eastwood. It's just pretty pretty chill. He was just kind of saying, "Yeah, that's good." You yeah. know, like there was no cut. There was no. I uh, know there's no cut or action. He just stands <laughs> beside the camera and, and says, Let's "Go, go." <laughs> <laughs> go. Uh, you were uh, destined, or not destined, but you were on the road to a athletic career mm. when uh, injury befell you. Uh, you were going to pursue hockey, but you got to play Bobby Hull in yeah. the Gordie Howe story. Yeah. Did you have any interaction with Mr. Hull? No, I didn't. Uh, the closest interaction I've had with Hulls that I used to play against Brett Hall in hockey. Right. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, I you know, I grew up as a as a hockey fan. I knew lots about Bobby Hall. Um, the weird thing for me is I'm a right-handed shooter. Bobby Hall was left-handed, so that was kind of odd to... Even just skating like that is different, you know, to figure that out. Um, I really enjoyed the production because Andy Makita, who is a good friend of mine, uh, directed the film, and I believe, and I've never really actually asked him, but I have a feeling that he might be Stan Makita's nephew or grandson. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Oh, but Andy Makita's been around forever in the film industry and uh, right through all the Stargate series and all that. And so we shot that movie in Winnipeg, and I really enjoyed. Uh, I really enjoyed that. I mean, obviously, I mean, get the chance to play an icon like that. Um, and Shanks played Gordy Howe and did a did a great job at playing Gordy. I just remember seeing Bobby Hull when I was a kid and getting his autograph. And all I remember is looking up and saying, "What a nice rug." Yeah, what a right. horrible rug. What that's a horrible rug or whatever, whatever you yeah. want to call you it. All I, remember just, I remember actually seeing that and going, yeah. what is that you're wearing on your head? You got all that oh. money and that's the best you can buy. <laughs> really? I'm the, sorry, I shouldn't the, even uh, be saying that, but it was true. He was the first uh, million dollar hockey player. He was, yes, yes. Yeah. yes. In fact, the very first the ever, ever L.A. Kings game I went to was Bobby Hull with the Winnipeg Jets. Is that right? Yes, okay. that's my memory. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's what I, I yeah. played him in that era yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, do you still get a chance to uh, mess around on the ice? Yeah, I mean, I play uh, Sean Williamson, who's a pretty uh, well-known producer in town. We play on a hockey team uh, named after his company called Bright Light Films. So there's a few of us that play on there, a bunch of stuntmen, actors, directors you name it oh wow um so we play in a little league as well um i used to play tons in la in the bruckheimer league as well and then we used to play uh, we used to do tons of charity events in the 90s we'd go around and play um uh, for charity and that was amazing for me because i played in the farewell game to the boston garden i played at msg Mm. i've played at the philly spectrum i mean i played in all these buildings and against guys that i watched growing i mean i was on the blue line watching them introduce the the broad street bullies 
one by one, and I looked right from La- Schultz, Lachlan, you right made from it, you, Schultz to prop. You La- know what I mean? Hey, hey Lachlan, you, you took the hard route to the yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you, you had to go. Yeah. You had to go the acting route, but you eventually yeah. got on the ice with these yeah. guys. And so I coach. Uh, my son plays hockey. I've coached all right since he was five. I mean, I have to coach with people that have a bit more of a nine to five than I do, but um, I love it. Like I really do, still love the game and. You happen to be sporting a Yankees hat. Obviously, you're a baseball yeah. fan. Have you been to any of the shrines of baseball around the uh, around the league? Uh, I mean, Yankee Stadium. I've been to uh, Dodger Stadium. I've um, I've haven't been to any of the uh, any of the the venues in Chicago, which I really want to do. I mean, Chicago's such an amazing sports town, right? I mean. I was so fortunate. I was shooting an episode of Chicago Med there, and I was actually a, it was an it was an episode where I was an ex Chicago Blackhawk. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And my son was an all star player, and he got hurt in a game, and he was rushed to the hospital. So the whole thing was about that. But um, I've known Brent Seabrook for a few years, so uh, Montreal was in town playing them, and so I went down and watched that game. I mean, I, my point being is that it's just. Chicago's just like the well you know I, I've been to Chicago a few times for yeah. the sports of it yeah Lachlan and I, I agree with you because like you go down like the bar row I don't even know what it is right mm-hmm. but like they'll have like on a Saturday they'll have one place dedicated to like UCLA yeah, right and it's in right. Chicago right and they have enough people mm-hmm. to fill it with people wearing like mm-hmm. UCLA mm-hmm. jerseys yeah. which kind of scares me that it's that dense of people mm-hmm. and there's that many people mm-hmm. so yeah I, I don't think I'd live very long in uh, Chicago but I I, I think if, that's for um, sports right yeah exactly I uh, yeah, I'd like to try and do a little bit more of the iconic uh, baseball uh, facilities. I, I think the Mariners facility is amazing. Safeco Field is really cool. I, I, you know, being that I'm close to the Dodgers and close yeah, to them, yeah. uh, when I'm in Vancouver, my son and I drive down quite a bit, watch games. Did you, um, at some point you had a real job before the acting thing kicked in? No, no. never had a real job. No. So at what point then... Because again, you're you know when you're playing fighting hockey player, that's probably not giving you a big paycheck. When did you all of a sudden start realizing, hey, I'm I'm making a damn good living here? Well, I mean, I so so I was a musician through throughout high school. I played drums and sang in my high school rock bands, and which is very weird. Because what doesn't I, this guy do? Well, Jeez. it's just you know I grew up in a very small town, and I just had lots of interests, and so I did lots of things. Um, when I broke my femur. I, I really, I was laid up. I d- couldn't move, really. And so I thought, you know, this would be a good time to, t- to maybe teach myself to play guitar. And so I got really into playing music again. And when I realized that, you know what, yeah, sure, I might be able to flounder in the ECHL here for a bit and whatnot. But I thought, why don't I, uh, uh, I'd like to just start playing music a bit. So I started to play in pubs around Vancouver and Whistler. Started to meet people that were in, in the arts a bit more. People were like, yeah, I'm going you, out you played to, as a solo artist um well i did like a duo okay. i had like uh, other guys play with me um actually i had the keyboard from brian adams played with okay. me with john right. Hanna. that was kind of fun uh so i i got to meet people that were in the arts i got involved in film stuff uh took some classes we did some we did some uh, uh some plays and 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 monologues out of plays Agents and, and casting people were invited down. A lady came up to me, said, I'd like to rep you for film and television. I said, that'd be great. She sent me to an audition for Jump Street, so I booked that part. And then when I realized that I could make a living, it was way back in the day, I did a CBC show called Northwood, which right. was kind of like a, a, a replacement for Degrassi High. And so, you know, from that day on, like that was basically, 
I booked that show in 1988, and that's when that's all I've ever done. I didn't do wait. I didn't do the waiter. I didn't have to be a waiter. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, and you know, play. I would love to play the pubs still. I used to love that for like four forty-five minute sets. It was awesome. Well, you go back to the. You know, you're probably in Vancouver, so you go to like to 1999, 2000 around that time, Mm -hmm. like around there. You're just you've you've kind of breaking out. You're kind of around 2000. 2000 was a kind of a weird year because it seems like a lot happened then Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. In my opinion and you know it's like you'd go to Babalu's and see Michael Buble mm-hmm. in those days right you know what I mean it was like and there was this, it was kind of just breaking out right around 2000 and then mm-hmm. I think it went from there in mm-hmm. my mind right a lot of Canadians did really well after that right yeah it's funny so that was way earlier so I, you're going that's, it, that's if you're the going year. 88 that's way earlier yeah right? that's all just your your training ground right? yeah so right, I mean yeah. I shot uh, the movie Dead Men on Campus Night at the Roxbury in 1997 and then scary movie in 99 so yeah 2000 was kind of like well the Wayans brothers came out here didn't they they did they came yeah, out here we did. to do a lot I, of work every movie they? I ever the did with brothers, them was, yeah. was here in yeah. Vancouver yeah they liked it out here mm-hmm. you uh you referenced small town Lac La Hache mm-hmm. who's the biggest celebrity that's come from Lac La Hache <laughs> me <laughs> biggest actor would that be Lachlan Monroe might be the <laughs> is there a sign yeah. do you have a sign I don't know home no. of Lachlan Monroe no. No? I was actually I was born in Squamish I moved to 100 mile house slash Laclahash when I was four years old. My grandfather was the conductor of the Royal Hudson Steam Train. Wow. Wow. So uh, I came from a railroad logging family, but my father wanted to get away from that, so he moved us up to 100 Mile House. I lived in Laclahash, and I was the only kid in grade one. A class of one. Yeah, I was. Well, it was a two-room school that I went to in elementary school. One teacher taught grades one to four in a in a room about the size of this, maybe not even, and the other teacher taught grades five to seven. And then for for gym during the winters, we'd push the desk to the wall and play floor hockey. That's pretty <laughs> much it. Who uh, who plays Lachlan Monroe in the Lachlan Monroe story? <laughs> if you're ca- if you're casting, who would you oh. say? I want that person to play me. Oh my gosh, I don't know, like. The- much younger Nick, person, Nick, <laughs> young Nick, Nick Cage. Out there. <laughs> uh, you know, I, it's so funny for me to see all these great young that, yeah. actors come up. I mean, I remember doing TV movies with Ryan Reynolds when he was 14 years old. You know, mm-hmm. Josh Jackson, 12 years old. All these guys. Wow. You have you have kids. You have more than one. Yeah, I have a 16 year old son and a 19 year old daughter. And do they treat your past work respectfully, or do they bust <laughs> your balls over stuff you've done? I don't. They don't even know if they even know what I do for a living. <laughs> I think in fourth grade, because I love to do lots of stuff around the house, um, I think my son told the teacher that I worked at Home Depot. <laughs> you know, the other thing is, it's, it's uh, if you don't mind me asking, because yeah. it's like, I always think it's funny that you've done all this work. Mm-hmm. So what is a typical day? Do you get asked for an autograph every day? Um, well, like walking through selfies. Home Depot or whatever. Selfies. So you don't, really don't date yourself, bro. So what don't, would you say? It's so not w- autographs anymore. No, okay. So, but, <laughs> all right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I come up. Yeah, so people yeah. recognize yeah, you or do yeah. they, they, they kind of give you the uh, eye? Like, well, a lot of people, guy. yeah. I mean, a lot of people do sort of stare at you, but, uh, you know. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah. But yeah. I, uh, yeah, it's just weird, right? I've been, I've been, what, 34 years in or so. Yeah, so I've been fortunate. Yeah. And I've been fortunate to be on some good shows i've been on some bad shows but uh yeah people do i have you know there is a recognizability i guess yeah i, I you know definitely don't consider myself a, a star but and, and a lot of times neat, people because right? you've done so much people know you from one thing maybe they don't mm-hmm. know you from something mm-hmm. else i remember uh years ago i was doing an interview with kevin costner and one of the roles he played was a film called a perfect world mm-hmm. directed by clint eastwood 
And it was a really, really touching story where he kidnaps this child and the kid yeah. bonds with him. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a really, really t- troubling film. But I remember talking to him about that. And he said, thank you. He goes, no one mentions that film. Everyone mm-hmm. talks about Waterworld or you know, Dances with Wolves or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. But there's something on everyone's resume that I'm sure you would love to talk about. Is mm-hmm. that fair to say? Sure. I mean, I think my first lead in an American film was called Camouflage that I starred in with Leslie Nielsen. Did and he have the fart cushion? Uh, he had it all. <laughs> he had it all. He was amazing. Um, and James Keach directed that film, and it was really fun. And it was written by Billy Bob Thornton, and it just, I guess there was some sort of litigation between um, Billy Bob and the studio about, you know, what what script he wrote and which script, you know, ended up on the screen. And then it just, it you know, it just basically that film went right to DVD at, back in the time when, you know, it should have been theatrical. And... Um, that, you know, that's a movie that I was, I was really, really proud about because I thought it looked great. It was like really an opportunity for me to be a lead in a film and opposite someone who I admired my whole life. And so, yeah, like every once in a while, if someone comes up and says, yeah, hey, I saw this movie, Camouflage, I'm like, that's the one mm-hmm. for me that I go, wow. Really? Uh, yeah. Pretty cool to see you on a movie poster with Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Where does that rank on the coolness? Well, yeah, I mean, Bruce, I mean, I've been fortunate. I think I've done four movies with Bruce and uh you know without me without me stepping out of line the last the last movies were tough right I mean he was I mean for such a wonderful human being and just the human aspect not just Bruce Willis the star but you know he struggled those movies to to well you know you know what Mm -hmm. Lachlan it's like you're not stepping out of line because that's common knowledge and it's been hit the uh media so yeah Yeah. so I mean uh, that must have been tough for you to see yeah, it was because we um, we we had we had a really hard time just getting through scenes, you know, sure. because right. you know just because of the the factors of that uh, certain disease that he has yeah. and um, knowing his lines and stuff like that. Yeah, it was just and you know I'd have to reintroduce myself pretty much every time we came on set because of the short term memory loss and uh, so. So uh, to tell you the truth, I was really, really happy when I heard the news that he was stepping back and was going to spend more time with his family because uh, there's just no way that a man with that legacy should go out like that. You know, as far as film-wise, don't get me wrong, there's a difference between being a star and being a human being. Um, So I'm really happy that I'm happy that he's now just hanging with Mm -hmm. his family Mm -hmm. and playing golf and doing all the things he should be doing. Well, being such a a busy working actor, I'm sure it was probably a bit of a challenge to try and schedule you to fit in with us. But we definitely appreciate your time. You caught me right in between taking out the trash (laughs) and raking the leaves (laughs) off my yard. So, yeah, thanks, Joe. Lachlan Monroe, a pleasure, man. Uh, Continued success. Thank you. Thank you so much, my friend. My pleasure. Thank you.